BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat. Hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, we can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Fernando. Hello, Ben. And Travis Irvine. Hello, Ben. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you're doing well out there. We have another fantastic episode for you. Taxes. Who doesn't love them? You love to pay them. You love it when the IRS comes knocking on your door and says, (laughs) give me all the little money you have. And you're like, here you go, IRS. And then they say, oh, I'm not going to knock on that door. It's Nike headquarters. And we don't want to bother the big corporations because (laughs) God knows they're stressed enough. We're going to get into it. Also, technology. Is it good? Is it bad? Is it neutral? License plates, California, you can have a digital license plate now, and you too can be tracked without any warrant needed. Uh, Yay! We'll also get you updated on what went on with Kevin McCarthy. Kevin! He's no longer home alone. Indeed, he has some friends in the house. (laughs) How long will they be friends? As Matt Gates, dare I say, like the penguin in Batman Returns, played him like a fiddle. <laughs> and we will discuss does Matt does Kevin McCarthy, not to be confused with the fantastic comedian Matt McCarthy, <laughs> does, does Kevin McCarthy go into the speakership having the least amount of power of any speaker in modern history, including that? Of Paul Ryan, that's right, the P90X man himself mm, from Wisconsin. So, so ripped. So yeah. ripped. His, so thick. his workout was a lot more difficult than just eating cheese all the time, but he did a good job. You have any idea how difficult it is to get a six pack when you live in Wisconsin? Everything is deep fried, <laughs> everything is dairy based, everything is meat heavy. It's really mm. something impressive that Paul Ryan was able to have a good body, still a weird head, mm, but a good yes. body. Dare I say, the Shannon Tatum. Of politicians. Mm. Oh, wow. Whoa, don't wow. call me out. Don't call me out. I just think he's got a weird head and a great body. That's offensive <laughs> to both of them. For right. different reasons. Well, here we go. We're starting it off well. So mm-hmm. let's discuss first a couple of little stories that I just find to be funny. Ted Cruz. Whenever you see Ted Cruz, what do you want to do? Throw a white claw at him. Throw a white claw at him. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Travis. I'm going to go with uh, throw a white claw at him. Throw a white claw at him. Fantastic. Well, Joseph Arcadacano, he was the one who actually got to throw a white claw man at living my Ted Cruz. <laughs> living the dream. He's 33 years old. He was arrested in early November on a felony count of aggravated assault via white claw. All charges have been dismissed. A Texas grand jury has dismissed a criminal charge against a Houston man again. 
who was accused of throwing a white claw at Ted Cruz. Maybe he just wanted him to join the party and you can't party without a claw. What I love about this is the grand jury literally sat there, saw the evidence of this dude throwing a white claw at Ted Cruz and was like, it's fine. It's fine. The criminal justice system works when it needs to, I tell you. Absolutely. So Ted Cruz was riding atop a Humvee, a real mm-hmm. Dukakis moment. Right. What oh, a toadstool. It was November 7th. It was for a parade celebrating the Houston Astros World Series when a pair of white claw cans were thrown at him <laughs> with one of the containers striking him in the chest and neck area. That's awesome. That's Man, awesome. I would love to see this. Also, Ted Cruz. Yes, I know. I did see <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, you, also, Ted Cruz, like... If it's a school shooting or a World Series, he's there. He's like, this is great. This is good for my PR. This is perfect. Right. I put my debate shoes on. I'm celebrating the World Series for the Houston Astros. This year, they didn't cheat. Let's talk about how great that is. <laughs> right. And next thing you know, oh, another school shooting. I'm here. Uh, I'm Ted Cruz. Oh I'm God. I'm a uh, thoughts mm-hmm. and prayers right. or with more the doors. Houston thoughts, need doors to lock more. We need guns for doors. Thoughts and prayers yeah. are with the Houston Astros. <laughs> uh, sir, this is about the school shooting. Ah, <laughs> thoughts and prayers are with the dead victims. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, this guy, a grand jury was like, you know what? I get it. Why is <laughs> Ted Cruz there? No one likes him. And it is impulsive. It wasn't premeditated. Right. There's right. something about Ted Cruz. If you saw him at an airport and again, I'm not recommending violence against anybody. No, I'm no. just saying the human nature, the repulsive nature of this man <laughs> causes an impulse in people to be like, I got to throw whatever is in my hand right. at that person, whether it be human dung, whether it be a sandwich, a Big mm-hmm. Mac, a Whopper, whatever it might be. In this guy's case, he was celebrating the Astros victory. Very mm-hmm. Houston style. He had his white claws, very metrosexual of him. And he said, you know what? Good as a grenade. Tosses mm-hmm. it over at Ted Cruz. Mm-hmm. And I just love the grand jury was like, I get it. I understand why Mm -hmm. this person did that. Why is Ted Cruz there? I mean, yes, he is a cheater, but this is the year Houston Astros didn't cheat and they actually were able to win. And we're just going to let him go along with it. According to prosecutors at the time of his arrest, uh, the guy says, I know I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) Arkandokino was released from jail on $40,000 bond exactly after being ordered to wear a GPS ankle monitor and stay at least a thousand feet away from Cruz's work and home, which probably wasn't that hard to do. So the punishment definitely fit the crime. You know, we don't want to see this guy with a charge that ruins his life, but having to pay and, you know, the GPS tracker, you know, it is what it is. Two thoughts on this. Two thoughts on this. Are Mm. we going to put a statue up of the White Claw the way they put a statue up (laughs) of that shoe that they threw at George Bush? Yeah, sadly, that was George Bush, George W. Bush's (laughs) shining moment when he channeled his inner Neo and he was actually able to dodge the shoe. (laughs) Yeah. And then everyone shoes, two shoes. And everyone's like, Mm -hmm. look how great he is at dodging shoes. (laughs) Unfortunately, all of the people that were killed weren't so good. dodging the bullets and the bombs that he sent over to Iraq for no fucking reason. But we, you know, they put up a statue in the Middle East, which I think is hilarious. A big shoe. Yeah. So we should have a big white claw at the Houston, you know, somewhere in Houston. Yeah, sure. Why not? But my issue with this is I do see the issue. uh, I do see the problem because the daughters were on the Humvee with him. You know, there was other people. He could have hit one of young girls love white claw. (laughs) 
Yeah. They'll, they, 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 they chug it. They, they'll, be, they'll be fine. Yeah, you know for a fact, his daughter, much like the Palin family, they're going to be chugging, butt chugging. They're gonna, as soon as they go out to college, oh, the cruise girls are coming. Did you make extra drinks? Did Are we sure we have enough vodka? Uh, to yeah. say the least, they're going to be slightly rebellious, and I believe they're going to have some kind of protection, <laughs> some security detail that allows them to get absolutely fucking hammered as they get escorted back in an Escalade to go mm. to their dorm where, again, they'll be fully protected. So I'm not too worried about the daughters. Uh, Ted Cruz said the guy was a clown, and then Ted Cruz said he had a noodle for an arm. (laughs) Whoa, okay, Ted Cruz. Like, you aren't made entirely of noodles, please. Yes, indeed. So uh, I've seen that chin. Ted Cruz says, I mean, listen, if he threw a hundred mile an hour fastball, I might be in a different condition. Oh, whatever. Oh my God. Anyway, the dude's lawyer, Bill Stradley, said uh, when it comes to Cruz, he says this was not an act of political violence. Uh, he says instead, this was an Astros fan trying to toss drinks from his cooler to the senator during a championship parade and not realizing how it would be perceived until he saw security's <laughs> reaction. So at the very le- at the very best, he was just trying to give Ted Cruz a white claw. <laughs> yeah. At the very least, he tried to beam the senator with a white claw during a parade. He had no reason to be at. Uh, See, that would be a good defense there for, for the guy's lawyer. Just be like, if Ted Cruz had a better catching arm, <laughs> he could have caught it, could have chugged it, looked real cool in front of your daughters. Yes, I have a feeling Ted Cruz isn't the most athletic. Uh, the one thing that we know for a fact he was able to do was walk across the northern border into Ooh. our fine country. He's a Canadian. <laughs> These immigrants are taking her jabs. They're taking their jabs. According to Stradley, that's the lawyer for Arkadukno. He says uh, that that uh, he texted a friend. This is the dude who was accused, of course, texted a friend the eve of the parade saying, quote, my dream would be to throw one of the players a beer. Doubt it would ever happen. Ha ha ha. But it would be epic. Uh, Instead of one of the players, he got to do something much better, which is beam Ted Cruz <laughs> with a white claw. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. It's fun. Mm. This is crazy. Mm. So he was a fan. That's you see, that's even crazier. I think mm-hmm. he may be. That might be revisionist history. Yeah. That would mm. just be like, oh, did I do that? Yeah, mm-hmm. I was actually trying to toss him that beer. I was trying to toss him a white claw to congratulate his father on killing JFK. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Well, maybe he just realized uh, because Donald Trump uh, discussed how hideously ugly Ted Cruz's wife is. Although I don't believe that to be true. I think she's a beautiful woman. (laughs) Perhaps he thought Ted Cruz needed some claws to get in the mood to have sex with that gal there. We just don't know. Also, speaking of douchery and, uh, well, I suppose people throwing things. The Proud Boys trial for charges stemming from J6, it has begun. There's a fella, his name is Henry Enrique Terrio and four other members. Uh, they are now on trial once again. The trial comes weeks after the historic sedition convictions of two of the leaders of the right-wing militia group, Oath Keepers. Ooh. They have their little they have their little promise rings, and they say, I'm not going to lose my butt virginity until I get to prison. And when oh, I get no. to prison, I promise you that I will indeed lose my butt virginity, and I'm going to erase the sign that I have tattooed on my, above my butt crack that says exit only, and I'm going to say oh exit only if I like you. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to leave that there. So we're yeah, going to see... Too. So we're going to see what happens now, again, with the Oath Keepers officially being found guilty. 
facing serious time. And now the Proud Boys. Again, a joke that got out of hand. Right. I believe that Gavin McGinnis also needs to be held accountable for his role in creating this group mm-hmm. and allowing it to become what it is. And of mm. course, that guy being such a coward, he got out of it just before J6 occurred because, of course, he wants to continue to urinate uh, on camera on his stupid fucking show and doesn't want to mm. take any, um, he doesn't want to take, uh, he doesn't want to have any consequences for right. his actions. So, And he's he, another Canadian, another Canadian coming in and ruining our fine country. Seriously, enough with the <laughs> Canadians. Go work in your own country. Yes, you guys have some problems. Nepotism, Trudeau, get rid of them, figure it out. Just stop coming here. We're good. (laughs) We'd rather come there. Yes, please. (laughs) Please, Lord. So uh, this is going to be one of those cases that we'll see what happens. Obviously, there's been a lot of people who are like, what's going on with uh, January 6, 2020? No one seems to be getting really prosecuted that much. Of course, we heard from the cowboy, uh, the cowboy for Trump, mm-hmm. who was saying the cockroaches were as big as my goddamn dick. And I'll tell you one thing, they were two inches to three inches long. <laughs> they were big. <laughs> so arrests, arrests have been made. Fines have been divvied out. But really, when it comes to true prison time, jail time, the Oath Keepers are the biggest get that this uh, operation has uh, currently caught. And now we will see what happens with the Proud Boys. What sets mm. them apart, of course, from someone who just showed up on J6. He was just going to get hammered, maybe have some white claws. See what <laughs> happened. See what transpired. Uh, maybe they ended up in the Capitol. Stupid ass decision. But was it preplanned? We don't know. Oath Keepers and Proud Boys, all of this stuff. Right. They had it mapped out like yes. they were moronic, like it was pinky in the brain and they were the <laughs> brainless. And they were the ones who began the intrusion into the Capitol. Mm-hmm. And again, like lemurs jumping off a goddamn cliff, these morons followed them in. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, ignorance is no uh, excuse here. But when it comes to who actually orchestrated these events, again, Oath Keepers and Proud Boys and a series of other dipshit wannabe militia groups started the mm. trend. And then, of course, right. people followed up. And, you know, people follow trends. Look what happened with Hypercolor and Jinkos. Although hypercolor T-shirts still need to come back. That's a 1990s reference. And the nice thing is when you're a fat boy and you wore hypercolors underneath your tit, they would just turn purple. Oh, oh wow. that's nice. They would change color because it was hot. I, I, oh. I think it's a really keen observation that you just made, Ben, that uh, some people were there with intent and some people were just kind of following What's along. What's going on? Huh? Yeah. And I, I, I forget that sometimes that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, if you're yeah. all there and you're riled up. You're like, yeah, all these people are doing it. Let's do it. Let's go in. And you're right. There was the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers were the instigators. They They had their little walkie talkies and their fake little vests on. And of course, many of them had previous military experience. Yes. Right. And uh, and a bunch of them got tours of the the Capitol the the day before. So they were they were prepared. Talk about premeditation. This was Mm. not just throwing a white claw. This was a, a big old massive plan. And they got busted. And the feds have the proof. And that's why they're going down. And thank you, Andy Biggs, of course, for uh, showing people around the Capitol. And Josh Hawley, again, a man who gave the fist bump, who said, yeah, buddy, go after him, and then immediately ran away like a little coward. Also sticking in the House of Representatives, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh, she <laughs> is no longer on Twitter. Ooh, that Not Aww. because of all the batshit stuff that she says. It's because okay. she used Dr. Dre's song in a video and uh, it's still Dre was the name of the song. 
And then um, because of that, it was a copyright infringement. And then her Twitter got taken. <laughs> wow. I don't know. That's, That's funny. that. That's funny. But That's you, funny. But again, you point out that she said all these uh, seditious things. She said all these horrible things about America stayed right, right on Twitter. But yeah. violate corporate copyright and boom, you're mm, out of here. It's you're also here. It's also funny. She's like, in this case, I'm going to use a little bit of black entertainment. And I'm going to because, <laughs> right. see, they send a message because it's aggressive. Oh, and I'm going to send an aggressive message. Oh, and I wouldn't be surprised if she <laughs> listens to hip hop as she uh, scissors women or works out. So oh, uh, this is what Dr. Dre said at 57 years old. I can't believe he's 57. Ugh. He looks great. He's he does great. look great. But mm. my God, we're getting great there, halftime huh? shows. We're mm. old, Ben. We're old. Still got it. I know. He says uh, when it comes to Marjorie Taylor Greene using his tune, he says, I don't license my music to pol- politicians, mm. especially someone as divisive and hateful as this one. So you know you're divisive and hateful when Dr. Dre right. says that you're too divisive <laughs> and wow. hateful. A man who works closely with shock rapper Eminem. Right. Uh, who is known to kill his entire family on record. <laughs> Absolutely. I do love Eminem, but yeah. the audio, a lot of chainsaws. Yeah. yeah. Yes, a lot of, and a lot of, of anger. Yeah. Yes, a lot of screaming. <laughs> Uh-huh. It's a lot of issues, but Marjorie Taylor Greene, a little too divisive <laughs> right. for Dr. Dre, which, again, just shows you where our political class has gone when a um, notorious gangster rapper mm-hmm. has said it's a step too far, MTG. Mm. I love Dr. Dre. Uh, it's a, you know, it's a MTG disconnecting. They're trying to be cool. It also shows how old she is because I remember when Dre and Snoop and 50, they all did the uh, halftime show like last year. And I was like, finally something for the kids. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm fucking 40 years old. <laughs> this is so They're almost all 60 years old. Hey kids, you want right. to buy some pot? Yeah. You know? And the kids were like, who are these people? And I was like, this is, this is what are you talking about? It's music. <laughs> these guys are hip. These They're guys, hip. these guys are the coolest guys around. So some other politicians that have been forced to stop using artists such as Rihanna, R.E.M., Steven Tyler, Adele, Pharrell Williams, uh, and Prince, uh, the Prince of State has told all politicians, don't use our freaking songs, please. (laughs) Uh, Specifically Mm. when it comes to Donald Trump, who was playing all of their music for political purposes. And Donald Uh, Trump, ironically enough, playing the Rolling Stones, you you don't always get what you want or you can't always get what you want song to close out all of his rallies in 2015, 2016. And I believe even today, Strange choice of song, (laughs) but indeed apropos. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. All right. Well, just lastly, when it comes to the House of Representatives, before we get to Kevin McCarthy, uh, George Santos. So the man that lies so much, he couldn't even tell you what the truth is. Ugh. This guy is on his last leg already, and he has been in office for what? Less 48 hours, 70 yeah. hours, something like yes. that. So as he's getting sworn in, he decided to deliver 
a white power symbol. And I say uh, this hmm. because that's what the gesture was for. Cause there's no, it wasn't like a, okay. Like there right. was no a, okay happening. Mm, right. He gave the, uh, when you, when you got your pointer and your thumb together and then you make your little white power symbol there. And he, uh, mm. he tried to do it to make himself look cool. Dare I say it just looks like he's doing the salsa. Yeah, right. He's in the middle of the <laughs> he, he looks move. like he's yeah. doing salsa dancing. And oh I don't know God. what's going on, Fernando. Maybe you can speak on it. Santos, um, Terrio, Fuentes. Fuentes. Yeah. Um, do his, are Hispanics officially trying to take my culture? Uh, are they trying to become the new white supremacists? <laughs> yeah, you know, that's a, it's a, it's funny you say that. They're but... taking our jobs. They're taking my culture. <laughs> oh, no. I think it's probably that whole anti, when the Republican rhetoric has embedded themselves in their head, you know, that anti-immigration rhetoric right. embedded themselves mm. in the head. You're here long enough. You hear it long enough that they're taking our jobs. You hear it long enough that they're taking your wife, whatever. You're going to start to believe it. Well, also, when it comes to Florida, as we know, many Cuban-Americans live in Florida and there is something about get off the boat. We're here. Don't yes. fuck this up for us, man. Yes. Like, right, where right, right. You, you didn't get out of here. There can only be so many. It's a Highlander approach to immigration, I guess. And, <laughs> uh, you know, a lot of the, the, the difference between I got here legally versus you didn't come here legally. Right. A lot of these families, they've mm. been here for generations and they see themselves as established and they use the system correctly. And so they see these illegals or refugees as as abusers of the system. Right. Mm. And of course, you know, when a lot of people come here and I do, there's a difference between a refugee and someone coming here illegally. And, you know, all of these things have to have a nuanced approach. Yes. As we mentioned in the last episode, um, Joe Biden has been down to El Paso and he was mm -hmm. in the Texas border. Governor Abbott didn't really seem too thrilled with uh, Biden being there. But there does need to be a um, an inclusive and a humane approach to immigration. Right. And right now, obviously, what's going on isn't working. Mm -hmm. And there needs to be something done, obviously, with Title 42 still being in place. Extremely controversial right. when Trump did it. Media is all crickets now that Biden has extended right, it. Right. Of course. And of course, let's not forget that the Biden administration has incarcerated more people uh, who have crossed the border than Donald Trump did. And now, naturally, we have the kickback of that being uh, also DeSantis and Abbott sending for political reasons in vans mm. and buses, immigrants for political mm -hmm. reason to uh, on Christmas you know, Eve, on Christmas they, Eve they did that. My to God. Martha's Vineyard and um, to uh, to the vice president's house, Kamala Harris. And just this stuff, again, that is human trafficking. And it's extremely sad to live in a world where human beings are being used as political pawns in this way. So when Santis gives this gesture, knowing that every single person in his district and in the country and in the house in which he represents um, hates him, I think this is the <laughs> last straw to be like, I'm one of the good ones, guys. Ugh. Can we also, also, guys, I'd like to say Santos is a notoriously German name. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, there's got to be a way for him to spin this. He's great at lying. He gets away with everything. <laughs> he's not even great at it. He lied he, too much. He was, maybe he's like, I'm trying to, I was trying to squish uh, somebody's head from far away. I was trying to squish their <laughs> oh, head like the kids in the hall bit. <laughs> I love the kids and I squish your head. Kids in the hall. Another dated reference that I absolutely love. It's 90s week here, folks. <laughs> yes. This is according to Harvard Law School's cyber law clinic instructor, Alejandro Cabarlo. Uh, they took to Twitter and said, the guy who lied about everything turns out to be a white supremacist who flashed a white power hand gesture on the House floor. Obviously, we make light of things on this show, but in all actuality, this is horrific. Right. You can't be doing yeah. this stuff. Now, to say that this is like a new low for America, 
not really, because no. we had Strom no. Thurmond, who was about 100 years old. He was mm. a white power symbol. <laughs> right. Um, right. And, of course, many people that Joe Biden had worked with closely in the right. past, mm-hmm. Robert Byrd, so on and so forth, who literally mm. were members of the right. Klan. And, of course, yeah. the aforementioned Mitch McConnell, who has a lot of pictures in front of the stars and bars Ugh. of the Confederate flag and has met with a lot of people with interesting clothing styles on the weekend. So... It's not mm. as if this is brand freaking new. It's right. just Santos desperately attempting to tie himself to any political movement that might allow him to gain some support mm-hmm. and stay in power. Right. But I don't know. Long Island, they're a bunch of Italians. They probably don't even <laughs> like the W power, white <laughs> they power don't. movement. They don't. But yeah, he's just trying to fit in. You know, he's hanging out with MTG. He's hanging out with Maggie. You know, he, oh, every image of the uh of congress during the whole kevin mccarthy speaker vote is just george santos poking his head into whoever's group of people is talking yes he's so sad that is really sad (laughs) he's such a nerd and also the sweater vest just makes it all better (sighs) something about a something about a dumpy douche who's a moron who lies all the time in a sweater vest just looking the way Mm. he does (sighs) man he just I, I see people in high school that I knew that were like that, just losers. And it's like, mm-hmm. uh, poor, poor what? little gay boy. <laughs> He's got a vested interest in democracy. I don't know if that's true. All right. Well, let's move on to something slightly more important when it comes to the House of Representatives. So McCarthy, he barely won. Matt Gates got every single thing he wanted. Ugh. Travis Irvine sent over and. An interesting email from Matt Gates the entire week, of course, that he was protesting along with 20 others. Kevin McCarthy for the speakership. He was raking in the dough, saying yeah. he's standing strong against McCarthy until, of course, he got what he wanted. And then he gave McCarthy his full-throated support, Oof. which probably happened mm. sometime after midnight. And I'm sure Santos was there. <laughs> now, Matt Gates uh, despised him. Sure. Is he a scumbag? Yes. Yeah. Is he a skilled politician? As much of a scumbag he is, he is also that. He got everything he wanted. Also, he spent a week in the media's eye. Yeah. And let's not forget, the main vote took place on January 6th, which sucked up all the oxygen in the room, and rightfully Mm -hmm. so. It was fascinating. C-SPAN was like, should we start advertising for Chevron? This is a (laughs) popular-ass network. (laughs) But one thing that wasn't being discussed again was the two-year anniversary of J6, and you do wonder... If there is some now, again, these people aren't quite smart enough. Perhaps it's just a happy accident. But with the delay with, I believe it was what, the 15th, 16th ballot that McCarthy finally got in on. Was it better that people were focused on chaos in the House in a legislative sense, as opposed to the chaos in the House that was straight up mutiny? Right, right. Yeah, the the irony, the symbolism, the coincidence, all mm-hmm. of it was not lost on a lot of the political pundits who were really nerding out, honestly, in terms of especially on that 14th vote where Matt Gates was supposed to vote for McCarthy and instead yeah. he voted present. And so it sent it to a 15th vote. Again, the, the country is basically being hot, held hostage by these same obstructionists who, as you we mentioned earlier, uh, encourage the coup, encourage mm-hmm. all these people right. who were outside of the walls to come in while they were sitting on the inside. And obviously they're still in the inside being protected by such folks as Donald Trump, who was literally having to call members mm-hmm. on the floor. There's that picture of MTG holding the phone up to the freshman uh, congressman from Montana to make sure he voted present. And eventually that is what happened. That was that 14th yeah. vote. 
where Gates and Bobert, they kind of screwed the pooch. And that's when Kevin McCarthy got up, got out of his seat. That's when C-SPAN was like, oh, cut in. The director of C-SPAN is just like, oh, get a close up. Here we go. Here's the money <laughs> shot. Mike Rogers, Congressman Mike Rogers had to be physically pulled back right. from yelling at Gates, almost getting in a physical altercation. But the symbolically, I think what happened was you're absolutely right ben what that did was that 15th vote it then pushed the actual procedural vote to conclude on january 7th the wee hours of the morning of january 7th just as happened two years ago when everything was delayed delayed until the wee hours of the morning on january 7th and so i do think you're right there could have been an absolutely purposeful reason for these six obstructionists to suck the air out of any other news of the day for January 6th. Yes. And then uh, obviously you're taking a lot of air out of McCarthy who he's won. He went up there and made his big, I'm the speaker now speech, but it was one 30 in the morning right. and no one's watching. Even at that point, even the, the hardcore C-SPAN viewers are like, all right, I got to turn on something more fun like uh, Saturday night live or something like that old reruns. So that's basically what happened. Speaking of Ween, Kevin McCarthy was pissing his pants the entire time, and again, he was able to pull off a victory. Not exactly a uh, an astounding mm-hmm. victory, but right. nonetheless, he is the next Speaker of the House. When it comes to the aforementioned Representative Mike Rogers out of Alabama, he did approach Matt Gates, and he was pretty upset. When it comes to them almost fighting, I would have loved, loved to see it. It would have been like uh, Will Ferrell wrestling that one dude in that one movie when they're all oiled up. I'm blanking on basically everything except for Will Ferrell oiled up and uh, wrestling. It was the dude. It was the, oh, my goodness. Like an old school? Nah, whatever. whatever. It's another film that was pretty funny, though. So Mike Rogers, <laughs> this is what he had to say. He says, I was just exasperated that Matt was treating McCarthy so badly. Uh, he aww. couldn't handle it. Aww. And he said, I'm going to stand up for my friend, mm-hmm. Kevin McCarthy. And I mean, little did he know, Matt Gates was literally just fundraising on every single vote. I mean, that 14th vote, I wonder how much money he raised on that. And then he like, you know. Check the uh, check the old uh, bank accounts like, all right, let's give it to him. 15th vote. Let's go. Well, exactly. So between the smokescreen that it was to kind of cover up again, the uh, memorial or the remembrance of J6 and then also for Matt Gates to fundraise. And of course, Bobert as well. Mm-hmm. All of the people saying we did everything we could to make sure that Rhino Kevin McCarthy wasn't going to be elected. Uh, but mm-hmm. alas, he is with limited power. Uh, Rogers goes on to say. So I just walked over to the end of the aisle a few feet away from where he was seated. And I said, Matt, I'm not going to forget this. Uh, <laughs> and so that's scary. Cause know uh, you that's know what he said. That's what he says. He said, I'm not going to forget this. Mm. Uh, Roger Rogers uh, recalled. Uh, he says, I was about to walk away when North Carolina rep Richard Hudson grabbed me from behind and pulled me <laughs> backward. Uh, he says, he says, quote, the whole thing was really a big nothing burger. Uh, so, oh, well, hmm. it was a nothing burger for them, but for Matt Gates and Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene, it was brilliant. You yes. fundraised well, every day. Well, no, MTG was for McCarthy. Yes, Even it was. She, it she was, was the Bobes. It was the Bobert. That was Bobert. So I misspoke. But but if you're on about Matt Gates, if you're on the fence and you don't know if you trust what this guy's doing or if you just see him as obstructionist, you just watched him two years in a row. Stop a process that it, a sanctimonious process of the U.S. twice in a row. And not only that, not only did he stop the, the vote from happening for 14 for 14 different occasions, 
this whole time Ukraine was getting no funding, there was a lot of stuff that was happening behind the oh, scenes. Stuff, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that he, you know, that he can basically take credit for doing. Well, he didn't stop the vote. He just stopped McCarthy from winning. But yes, absolutely. These there's a reason why we have the House of Representatives. They have the power of the purse, and it is. Mm-hmm. For the most part, better if it's functioning. So Gates said, I've never seen Mike like that. He's a quintessential old Southern gentleman. (laughs) And uh, wow, judging by the hairpiece, he also, when it comes to Rogers, loves to get his ball stomped on. He says, we have a long, outstanding, positive and productive relationship. It was a momentary frustration on his part, given the high drama and tension of the week. Mm. So. Wow. Interesting time for the House of Representatives. And again, as soon as uh, Kevin McCarthy was sworn in, they began to wrangle in his power immediately. Mm -hmm. The legislation that has been put forth includes several changes that will limit McCarthy's power, including allowing a single lawmaker to call for his removal at any time and changes meant to sharply limit spending concessions that McCarthy agreed to win support from, again, the right-wing hardliners. He did end up with the majority of 222 to 212. So one person can just be like, McCarthy, you got to go. And then they have to do the whole thing (laughs) over again. I'm not sure, but that is Matt Gates. By the way, Matt Gates never officially did vote for McCarthy. Those six obstructionists only voted present, so that brought down the threshold mm. of the 434 m- member majority. It brought it all the way down to uh, 428, and so in that realm, uh, McCarthy just needed a majority of those. So Gates can still go to all the people he was fundraising off of and say, "I didn't vote for him because <laughs> he just voted present." Right. But also after the vote was done. I think it was CNN asked Matt Gates, you know, why did you finally give in? And Matt Gates said, because he gave me everything I wanted. I had nothing else to ask. Oh, for. Yeah, yeah, so they right. are pretty much in control. And as we talked about in the last show, this sets a real precedent for the next two years. Yeah, it does. And of course, if you ever want to find a spouse, that's how you do it. <laughs> you give them everything they wanted and so they can't say no and then they're like yeah god damn it oh that's a terrible idea then. so one of the lawmakers so what are the lawmakers facing well they want to work on the um 31.4 trillion dollar debt oh. <laughs> so that'll be easy okay and that moves on to the next topic of taxes when it comes to debt well, maybe we want corporations to pay a little bit of taxes that might help oh no don't bother doing that as indeed the IRS went after the very poorest taxpayers in 2022. Mm. Oh, no. Absolutely. So this is according to the Syracuse University's Transactional Records Access Clearinghouse. It released data provided to it by the IRS. The taxpayer class with unbelievably high audit rates, five and a half times virtually everyone else, were low-income wage earners taking the earned income tax credit. Um, The fact is that if one ignores the fiction of auditing a a millionaire through simply sending a letter through the mail, the odds that millionaires receive a regular audit by a revenue agent, 1.1% was actually less than the audit rate of the targeted lowest wage incomes whose audit rate was 1.27%. So again, they're going after the working class. They're going after the people who might not have um, the easiest time making ends meet as corporations get off scot-free. Mm-hmm. The Inflation Reduction Act, it passed in 2022. 
It directed $80 billion worth of new funding over the next decade to the IRS, and it hired 87,000 new workers. The Biden administration uh, claimed that this would no way, in no way increase audits for those making under $400,000 annually. However, right. that has now been proven to be a lie. When it comes to corporations, there are 55 corporations that paid zero in federal taxes. Those being FedEx. FedEx wow. is a uh, well, just one of them. Is FedEx a delivery giant? Their federal income tax on one point two billion dollars. It uh, received a rebate. Oh, great. of two hundred and thirty million dollars. Nike. They got about two point nine billion bucks. They got a rebate for one hundred and nine million dollars. Dish Network. They're worth two point five billion dollars. They didn't pay anything. Salesforce. That's a software company. Two point six billion. Didn't pay anything. It's unbelievable that the 87,000 people that the Biden administration uh, has hired are now going after some of the very people that put him in office. This is one of the areas that's absolutely it, it just it pisses a lot of people off for a lot of good reasons, because when you start messing with people's money, especially when they're already struggling to make ends meet, it just adds such a burden on their lives and again, with the backdrop of these massive multi-billion dollar corporations not paying dick in taxes, this is mm -hmm. why people get disillusioned. And this is why people are so freaking upset when it comes to the United States tax code. Mm -hmm. You know, this was something that a lot of people looked at. And there was, to some credit, this was covered more in some right-wing media. And then, of course, I, do, I believe Democracy Now! covered it as well. There's a Venn diagram of libertarian and traditional liberalism that comes together here. And, of course, trying to support the working class. People were a little bit concerned that what the IRS was going to be doing was exactly this. And that's exactly what happened, despite the fact the promises that they were not going to go after anyone who, again, was struggling in this horrific economy. The um, companies enjoyed at least $500 million in tax breaks last year from the CARES Act. And uh, it's just, I mean, this is just absolutely horrendous. And I would say, oh, this is going to look really bad for the Democrats, but the Republicans do the same fucking mm -hmm, thing. Mm -hmm, and this is mm -hmm. why when people say, you know, it's the same hand shaking up the uh, hornet's nest to get us bees fighting, this is the hand that does it. Right. It's mm. absolutely infuriating. Duke Energy paid on balance no federal income taxes, and it made $7.9 billion over the last three years. Wow. Um, and when you think of corporations like Nike, it's not as if their product is affordable. Mm, it would right. be one thing if Nike had a $10 shoe. Right, right. Everything right. is up. They Every make more money than ever before. Profits are through the fucking mm -hmm. roof. And right. then the trickle down, if you were going to have trickle down economics, theoretically, the more a company makes, the cheaper the product could be because yes. then they can offset and be like, ah, we're doing good. Doesn't work like that. It has never worked like that. And uh, it's just absolutely disgusting. And I think people are seeing that uh, both Democrats and Republicans in this case, when it comes to taxes, they just prey on the people who don't have enough money to get lawyers to defend them. Right. 
Right. You know? Yeah. And we've, we've covered on this show too, that corporations like inflation, right? All the leaked memos and everything, they like inflation because it, yes, it means they're making more money, but then they just keep squeezing their workers and they keep squeezing their customers. Mm -hmm. So we know they're making record profits. Bernie Sanders obviously has tweeted and posted quite a bit about this. The fact that so many airlines, so many pharmaceutical companies, Lord knows the, uh, the big military industrial complex, all those companies are doing really well too with the new A. $858 billion military budget that right. just got approved. Um, yeah, it's, it's a real bummer because I remember, you know, obviously the libertarian part of my brain hates that IRS and, and the 87,000 new agents. But the idea, at least, you know, in terms of progressives like Elizabeth Warren, Bernie, et cetera, the idea was that, yes, they were going to go after the billionaire class, right? They're going to go after the, the loophole finders. Like you said, the lawyers who defend all of these billionaires who pay zero dollars in taxes, all the corporations that pay zero dollars in taxes. And uh, here we are, which also, by the way, is going to screw up all the extra things that they threw into the Inflation Reduction Act and uh, and the other acts that were passed in 2022, because uh, a lot of this tax revenue was supposed to pay for programs. It was supposed to pay for green energy. Now what's going to happen when those uh, bills come due. So right. this is this is bad news all around. Meanwhile, I know Kevin McCarthy in his speech, one of the first things that GOP wants to do is uh, is rescind those 87,000 agents. And of course, the Congressional Budget Office has said that that will cost uh, America $114 billion in revenue. So it's just all screwed up from all different hands on all different sides. Yeah, but you know what, dude? It's like taking a, it's like taking a, a shot glass and trying to you know, save your canoe from drowning with it. Mm -hmm. It's still yeah. like, okay, so they say it like, oh, that's going to cost us $160 billion. That's going to be because they want to take $160 billion out of the pockets of people making less than 50K a year. Yes. You know, right, so right. it's not going to do that. Also, we have $31 trillion in fucking debt. In debt. Mm -hmm. So this yeah. is nothing. And again, mm. it matters to the, if you take 40 bucks away from a dude who has a hundred bucks, it's a lot of money. You take yes. 40 bucks away from someone, you know, hell, like myself right now, it's like, okay, here you go. And that's what man, that's what's so statistically important to me about the Syracuse numbers, the Syracuse numbers you gave earlier. One percent of people making less than four hundred thousand, you said. Yeah. There's a mm -hmm. lot more of those than there is people of absolutely. A, a so it's one point one percent has gone into billionaire class for people making more than four hundred thousand a year, and one point two seven percent has gone to audit people uh making Again, minimum wage or working class uh, amounts of money. Exactly. So how many billionaires do you know of? Not that many. Yeah. What but is how there, many? Like 500 or some shit. How many people do you know making under 400,000? So that one millions and millions exactly. and millions. Exactly. So that bothers mm. me so much because that number yeah. should be so close to zero. Don't even audit. Why are you even auditing people making less than 400,000? If you just audited those billionaires, yeah. they pay all the taxes for everybody. And there's a big mm. gap between 400,000 and 80,000. Yes. It's like, you know, Huge. it's difficult to get that lump. It's difficult to make that jump. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, again, it's just going after people who are currently struggling. It's $7, not to sound too uh, much like, um, well, license plates. Why do I need license plates? I, where do I, where <laughs> do I care where you're from? Andy Rooney. Um, $7 <laughs> for a dozen eggs right now in California. Yeah. Seven effing dollars. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's way. I'll get a chicken. I'll buy a chicken for eight bucks. <laughs> right. Yeah. Let's get chickens. Let's just all get chickens. So <laughs> Trump signaled his intention to cut corporate taxes in 2017, right? Mm, great. He was going to pare back the many loopholes that have allowed companies to avoid taxes on much of their income since the early 80s. But 
with three years of data published. Uh, it is clear that the TCGAA has not meaningfully curtailed corporate tax avoidance and may even be encouraging it. Oh, wow. Oh, imagine that. Imagine that. So a story that just angers people and rightfully so when you, uh, you know, Nike just. They take it from every end. They charge you 300 bucks for a pair of shitty ass shoes that you can only wear once. And then, of course, they get a bunch of kickbacks. The fact that they actually make money. There's a food conglomerate. Speaking of food, Orchard Daniels Midland. It enjoyed $438 million of U.S. pre-tax last year and received a rebate of $164 million. Woo! As prices go up, don't worry. Archer Daniels Midland <laughs> is doing just fine. They got two ply. No, oh. their oh. offices oh. got two ply. <laughs> Fancy. Yeah, that's a-, a lot of ply. That's a lot of ply. And the Amazon warehouses, I think you just use old old packaging, <laughs> right? Returned packaging. <laughs> yeah. Across America, BP supports more than two hundred and seventy-five thousand jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. So anyway, yeah, I, I'm fine. Just get rid of the 87,000 new IRS agents. Also, what what was the name of, the, again, another movie I don't remember. Will Ferrell played the IRS agent. Whoa. <laughs> I don't remember. He fell in love with a chick and they ended up having sex with each other. Oh, like some people do. Yeah, maybe it's the There's same. There's a movie lot of uh, Will Ferrell movies out <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, Will Ferrell's really. Yeah, I, I you remember, but you don't remember. <laughs> I just remember he was the drummer for uh, for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. There, that's funny. He oh. was real good. But what a shitty fucking life, yeah, sir. You making nice? See, you didn't pay three hundred dollars in taxes last year. Oh, what was that? Your children are suffering and starving. Well, we're gonna need that money. What a nightmare. The rumors on the internet was that they hired all these agents so they could come after a crypto bin. So, you know, so. Yeah, but it doesn't Ooh. seem like they're even doing that. Yeah, they're not. They're absolutely not. They're just going after poor people, unfortunately. Oh, As always. Man. People like me making less than 80K, 80K a year just coming after me. <laughs> it's it's unbelievable. Uh, this is uh, according to T-Rack. They say a T-Rack is, again, the Syracuse Universal University's Transactional Records Access Clearinghouse. T-Rack or track. They say mm, the tax that tracks. That tracks the taxpayer class with unbelievably high audit rates, five and a half times virtually everyone else, were low-income wage earners taking the earned income tax credit. Again, that's why when everyone was talking about the government giving them money, it's all strings attached. There is nothing free. The government does not do anything free. They, it is a, it's like Munchausen. Right. They keep mm. you sick and keep you coming back. It's absolutely horrible. Uh, Track noted that the poorest taxpayers are quote 
Easy marks in an era when IRS increasingly relies on correspondence audits, yet doesn't have the resources to assist taxpayers or answer their questions. So a lot of this is people failing out the paperwork wrong. Mm -hmm. And to just reiterate one more time what I said earlier, Track says, if one ignores the fiction of auditing a millionaire through simply sending a letter through the mail, the odds that millionaires receive a, a regular audit by a revenue agent, again, is 1.1%. It's actually less than the audit rate of the targeted lowest income wage earners who audit rate, again, was 1.27%. Right. Oof. Those are Unbelievable. Weighted, percent- weighted percentages, too. If you're a mathematician, you know. Great, great yeah. point, Fernando. Yeah. Great point, because, yes. Mm. Anyway. All right. Well, just lastly, when it comes to, again, working class people and when it comes to government surveillance, there's a new digital license plate here in California. Yay. Now, Yay. I don't know why this exists and I don't know why anyone would want it. But a team of security researchers managed to gain, quote, super administrative access into Reviver. Mm. Reviver is the company behind California's new digital license plates, which launched last year. The access allowed them to track the physical GPS location of all Reviver customers and change a section of text at the bottom of the license plate for personalized messages whenever they wished. It's just a matter of time until it says, like, I love boobies because of a hack. (laughs) (laughs) Sam Curry, a bug bounty hunter, uh, wrote in a blog post, an actual tracker could remotely update, track, or delete anyone's reviver plate. California Mm. launched the option to buy digital license plates in October. Reviver is the sole provider of these plates and says that the plates are legal to drive nationwide and, quote, legal to purchase in a growing number of states. Customers pay between $20 and $25 a month for a battery-operated version of a license plate. I don't know why the hell anyone would want this. The plates have around a five-year or $50,000 battery or 50,000-mile, rather, battery life. I don't know. Do you are some people in love with being tracked? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because you gotta you gotta update. You gotta update your status, Ben. And so now I can put on the back of my license plate going to Starbucks or I'm tired. Oh. They want so they want to make your car your Twitter feed or yeah. whatever the fuck Instagram just did with the oh, with this with the stick'em notes. Yep. Oh my gosh. Also, I mean, I think I figured out the the racket here, Reviver. They make a great product. The government picks it up. They get all the government contracts. They become billionaires. And then, boom, you got to pay zero dollars in taxes. Zero. That's a fun racket. And then, of course, what are they? They're a data collection company. Exactly. So Ooh. they, it's just horrible. We're, Do not get We're reminded. in the wrong biz, boys. We totally are. We have a soul. And I could never <laughs> do this to people. Reviver told Motherboard in a statement that it patched the issues identified um, because, of course, there was immediately hacks. Uh, and the license plates were all messed up. And again, they're just tracking you and you pay them to do it. Right. Right. It's like Oof. so nasty. What a dun- like you pay with any luck. They'll pay us to track. That sounds really stupid. Did- well, watch them do it. And <laughs> right. they do it. Wow. And I assume Reviver is an American company because if it was a Chinese company, then the government would be banning it from all cars. They say, uh, this is what Reviver says, they say cybersecurity is central to our mission to modernize the driving experience. Mm. And we'll continue to work with industry-leading professionals, tools, and systems 
to build and monitor our secure platforms for connected vehicles. What this is not. I want my car to like have cameras where I can like not hit another car. Mm. You know, maybe self-driving cars could be kind of cool. This is like, what is this? Why do I give a fucking shit? If my license plate is electric, how long before this is mandatory? Ben? Well, exactly. Because Reviver is about to get themselves a big ass government contract. Yes. It is so nasty. Also, again, when it comes to technology, it is not foolproof. This is not DNA Uh, facial recognition technology. It has now been the focus of many lawsuits as people have been wrongfully convicted. Yep. Um, A black man was recently jailed for almost a week in Georgia after facial recognition system incorrectly matched his face with a suspect in New Orleans. The man said he's never been to Louisiana. He was released after detectives realized their mistake. It's a week of a human being's life. Yeah. So you lose your job. What if you lose your kids? A week of someone to abduct someone for a week and then just send them back and be like, well, everything should be fine. Now you have to go talk to your boss. Mm. I mean, it's just a horrible, it's, it's not just, oh, it's a week of someone's life. No, it's going to affect their entire year, if not more. And I mean, when mm. you're a rat in a cage, you know, what, ha- what if something happens in that week? What if you commit a crime or injure somebody or you yourself are injured? As we've talked mm. about on side stories, a New York personal injury lawyer was recently kicked out of Radio City Music Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, some cities and states have said that they're going to restrict using facial recognition Uh, Massachusetts actually passed a strict statewide limit on police using facial recognition. The town of South Orange, New Jersey, has also decided against it. Uh, Last year, however, Virginia lawmakers lifted a strict ban on police using the technology. And again, you can imagine there was some pretty heavy, um, some pretty heavy lobbying going on by the facial recognition industry. To say, well, what if we just lift this little so-called ban? You don't want to be anti-tech, do you? Oh, boy. You don't want to be a Luddite. So <laughs> several federal several federal law, uh, government lawmakers have introduced bills meant to curtail the use of facial recognition. And again, it's just we are not ready for this. And dare I say, I don't think we'll ever be ready for this. But when it comes to bigotry within the algorithm... It's just so it's rampant. And now these cops, and again, there are, especially when it comes to detectives, it's mm-hmm. a hard job. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I do think that they want to like solve crimes and shit. That's right. like part of their gig. Um, but it's very easy to just get lazy and say, oh, and just the say, computer. well, the cameras yeah. aren't, sure, it's yeah. all good. And <laughs> we, there was one case where a dude was convicted uh, because the guy that robbed a bank was wearing a full mask. And the mask looked like it was just a kind of a generic African-American face. Mm. That was the mask, basically. And then they just arrested a random black dude. They're like, oh hey, it kind of looks like you. And then he's like, it's not me. And then oh how do God. you how do you fight against the machine? Like, literally, you're fighting against AI at that point. My my right. my fear is that, you know, we don't have the laws and we don't have the understanding. Facial recognition is still basically misunderstood for all yeah, intents totally. and purposes. And that's what's dangerous. Because we don't have legal protections for it. So we're going to have people committing crimes like stealing all our information from a license plate. Right. And they will face no consequences because there's no precedent. Also, like, wow. isn't like Kylie Jenner like eight people? Probably. <laughs> because she's like, she looks totally. What about plastic surgery and shit? Right, 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 right. 
Yeah, Renee Zellweger could commit a crime with one face and yes. then go get her face changed again, and then someone else has to do time for it. Bridget or, Jones? I mean, <laughs> this could go, yes, Bridget Jones's diary. She had a big face change, and then she had it changed back. She's doing great now. Oh, good. But I will say, yeah, it's like if uh, Gross Point Blank, they go in there with the Ronald Reagan mask, and the police are like, all right. Go to Reagan's grave and think about it. He's guilty. He's guilty. It was Richard Nixon. Uh, it was Richard Nixon the whole time. All right. So anyway, uh, fuck the IRS. Bold statement. Um, they're going Ooh. after people who are struggling and not going after these corporations. As a matter of fact, the corporations are getting a bunch of money from the federal government, which is our money. That's so you're money. buying your shoes twice. Yep. Uh, it's Oof. just unreal. It's so disgusting. But anyway. We'll be back later on this week. We're going to focus on teachers and nurses. Um, we'll have a large conversation about that. For some yeah. reason, our country, uh, as we get smarter theoretically with tech, I think <laughs> they want to make us all dumber in our brains. Yep. As oh, okay. uh, teachers continually get run over the tracks and are on the front lines of culture war and other BS. But we have a lot to talk about with that. And nurses as well. For some reason, our country has decided that nurses and teachers are the enemy, which I don't fully understand why. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Maybe mm. they want us all dead. <laughs> oh, Maybe. Okay. And dumb. There you dead go. And dumb. Dead, right. dead and dumb. You're right. Mm. All mm -hmm. right. Well, turning us all into George Santos voters. Santos. I love that Hispanic white power man. <laughs> what a weird guy. He's a weird bird, isn't he? White power, mm. gay. What? All of it. All I don't know it. what he is. What's going on? Mm. He's Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> That's not white power at all. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> And he's got a hell of a vest. Hell of a vest. You know he just listens to come 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 Boy George, still alive by the way. Now he's a man. Mm. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. Hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts.